Hi, this is Dr. William Balanoff, and this is Dentistry Goals. What I want to talk about today is our office manager, and they come by a lot of different names. Some people like to call them office managers. Some people like to call them practice managers. Some people like to call them practice administrators. Some others like to call them office practice administrators. At the end of the day, they truly are the backbone of this small, typically multi-million dollar business. The office manager could either do an amazing job or the office manager can cause so much loss to the business that it will affect everything in your life. So that office manager needs to be really well-trained, very well-educated, and truly, truly appreciated. So let's talk about some of the techniques that can be used to show the appreciation for the office manager. Because remember, that office manager is running a multi-million dollar business that impacts so many different employees and literally thousands of patients. So it really needs to be a very smart, dedicated, capable person. And when people decide to quit a job and look for a new job, money's usually not the motivation. What usually is the motivation is they don't feel appreciated and understood in their current roles. So they look to go someplace else. So manager appreciation cannot be understated. It cannot be overlooked and we can never do enough. And I'm gonna kind of explain as we go along some of my successes and some of my failures. And I think over the course I turn time, I think I've learned more from my failures because it just smacks me in the face really, really hard. So the first thing that I learned in my failures is not communicating my key goals, my objectives and key results, and using key performance indicators to explain the job and what my expectations are. So what does all that mean? Because that's a lot of business mumbo jumbo. So objectives and key results. What do I want my office manager to do for me? Like what is what does success look like? And very few of us, quite honestly, we don't really write this out and literally write it out. We have to know what success looks like because the only way somebody's able to strive towards the goal is if the goal is written out, if the goal is clearly defined. So if we want to appreciate our office manager, giving that person clearly defined objectives and key results is a way to make that person successful. To not do it sets that person up for for sets that person up for failure. And worst of all, it sets that person up for an emotional, an emotional discord between the owner, you, and them. And when they start to feel that stressor, that stress, and they start to feel the pain of not being able to fulfill an objective or a key result that wasn't articulated to them, wasn't clearly defined to them, um, they start to look for different jobs. So what's the number one way to make the office manager feel appreciated? To give them a list of goals, objectives, key results, to measure them by those goals, objectives, and key results. And when they perform, to make sure we give them praise. Now, the praise comes in different forms. And immediately we think, well, the praise must mean, hey, great job, thank you. Everybody wants that. Everybody appreciates that. But they also want money. 
They want to know that if they do a really extraordinary job, that they're going to somehow benefit from all this hard work and dedication. And that comes back to being very specific about what bonuses look like. And bonuses can be in a lot of different forms. So if you have <coughs> 10 different things that are important to you as an owner of the business, and you write out these 10 different goals for the office manager, you should be able to define very clearly what success looks like and what super success looks like. And if you want to create a bonus on super success, then that's exactly what you should do. So very often we think of bonuses based upon just dollar collections. If you bring in enough money, I'm going to give you a percentage of collections and here's your bonus. Thank you very much. But sometimes what happens in the quest for collecting all of that money, they treat the office staff terrible and there's a lot of burn and churn of office personnel. So perhaps one of our goals are going to be for this office manager is employee retention. And if they're able to retain employees and we incentivize the office manager for the retention of those employees and we bonus them in some type of monetary fashion, and then we, you know, create enormous amount of praise for their performance, that's another way of showing our appreciation for the office manager. So where have I gone wrong in the past? Well, I've, in the beginning, certainly of my career, I didn't write out what success looked like. I just kind of thought that they knew. I thought somehow this office manager was going to read my mind. And here's the thing that they would have discovered early on in my career when I first owned an office, reading my mind about what my expectations were of an office manager. I had none because I didn't even really know what an office manager was supposed to do. I, I just thought they answer the phone and make appointments and collect money. I didn't realize there was so much more to an office manager's job. So the idea that I actually gave them the proper amount of praise based upon their performance, they had no idea what they were supposed to do other than those three things I just explained. They didn't know if there was a particular goal. They, they didn't know a lot of things. And if there was any disgruntlement, it's because I would get aggravated at them over them not achieving a goal, which wasn't defined by me and my angst towards them was the negative of appreciation. It was the opposite of appreciation. It was everything that office manager appreciation shouldn't be. So after a couple of office managers quit and I made a couple of bad hires, I realized that there's gotta be a better way. That when they go to this job, they truly wanna know what to do to be successful. And my job as the owner of that practice is to write all of this stuff out and once you write it out and that office manager starts to achieve the goals in the job description that you wrote out in enormous amount of detail, you're going to find out that not only do they feel appreciated their job, but a lot of the worry that you had about that job being well done all goes away because they're incentivized to do, to do a great job. And there's ways for us to check that they're actually doing a good job. So how do we check it? We have these things called key performance indicators. So what does a key performance indicator look like? Well, some of the things we already talked about, <clears throat> how much money are we collecting? What's our insurance collection rate? What's our you know, office personnel turnover? What's our no-show rate? You know, all of these kinds of things. And there's all different kinds of metrics that you can make up, things that are important to you. And this is how we're gonna judge the office manager. 
And when they do a good job, you're going to show appreciation, not only in verbal praise, you can do it in written form as well, but they're going to want to get paid additional money for all this amazing work that they've done. And that's how we're going to start to show office manager appreciation. So what are some of the metrics again that we're going to look at? This is all kind of stuff that you can make up. So for example, if you said that something really important to you was the ratio of patients coming in for hygiene, if most of the adults have periodontal disease, there are 49-10 recare appointment as opposed to an 11-10 recare. If the office manager is able to change that ratio, and typically offices are somewhere around 90% 11-10 uh, you know, prophy patients, when it should be 80% 49-10 patient recare patients because of periodontal disease, if the office manager is able to affect that ratio going from 90-10 to 80-20, going from 11-10 to 49-10, then they should be incentivized for that. And the reason they should be is because they're actually putting the proper code on the insurance form, which is important. And more importantly, the practice is getting reimbursed at a higher rate for a 49-10 hygiene appointment as opposed to an 11-10 hygiene appointment. So that's like one way that you can start to incentivize your office manager. Another way to incentivize your office manager, if your office policy is to take radiographs, bite wings once a year and to take an FMX every three years and maybe a pano every three to five years, if the number of appointments increases with bite wing x-rays being taken and you can measure all of this stuff and your office manager is responsible for that the the x-rays being taken because they're working with the dental hygienist that's a way to measure your office manager and to show your appreciation towards the office manager so you can see there's a lot of interesting clever ways and here i think is like a really important thing and your office manager is going to appreciate you acknowledging this Money is never our motivation. If we do the right thing for the patient, which is rule number one, and we do rule number two, which is to protect your license, to protect the practice from a liability situation, we're allowed to make money. So once your office manager realizes that your motivation is not money, but your motivation is doing what's absolutely best for the patient, and your, and your rule number two is to do everything possible to protect yourself from getting sued. If your office manager does that for you, she's gonna realize that this is the place to be, this is the place to work. And you're gonna show your appreciation towards the office manager in the form of verbal and written praise and also money, giving that person bonuses. Because at the end of the day, it's all good. If you're making more money because of good behavior and great management by your office manager, the extra money that you can make, you can afford to give your office manager literally thousands of dollars in bonus every single year. And that's really what you wanna do. So when I think about office manager appreciation, whatever you call your office manager, what a practice manager, practice administrator, we all know is pretty much the same job here. That person's responsible for running a multi-million dollar business it's your job as the owner of this business to decide what's important to you, what key performance indicators are gonna be used to judge the objectives and key results that you put forth for the office manager. They're gonna perform better. Everybody wants to try and make the boss happy. 
and they're going to be able to do this for you. So going forward, show your office manager that you truly appreciate the job that they're doing for you and the small business that they're running. And you're going to be incredibly successful and you're going to be successful in so many different ways. One thing I think is really important, we talked about it earlier, which is employee retention. If you've got a great office manager who's incentivized, who loves what you're doing as a dentist, the employees that she or he's got to manage are going to follow and they're going to stay with the practice. And that will save you thousands of dollars and hours of aggravation. So show your office manager appreciation. If you have any questions or any specific uh, scenarios that you want to review with me, please reach out to me. I love to communicate with all of you. My email address is wballanoff at smileperfected.com. W-B-A-L-A-N-O-F-F at smileperfected.com. Email me. Let's communicate about what's going on in your own dental practice. Thank you very much for your time today. This is Dentistry Goals, and I'm Dr. William Balanoff.